If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. remember that um well yeah no i think sometimes if you don't have it um as part of you gotta upload the last version of chrome or whatever for yeah. it to work and kind of go from there all right oh we're, we're live coach um hey 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 everyone welcome to the really charlie podcast and my name is charlie perry my guest today is coach rob delalu head vos- head coach of the boys basketball team at greater new bedford vocational high school and um i'm very very happy to have him on here and we're going to talk to him in a few minutes i'm just going to pay the bills or some advertisement if you don't mind and then we'll get right into the uh right into the advertisement i mean right into the uh podcast yeah so all right Thank you for choosing Dialamoa. We offer a variety of services, ranging from basic lawn care to property cleanups. Please give us a call for your free estimate. The number here is 774-634-6200. We look forward to working with you and keeping your property looking amazing. All right, right, everyone. That was... Today's episode is sponsored by Dial Moore, a local lawn care service that specializes in property cleanups, hedge trimming, mulch, bed installations, and mowing services. They have been in serving the New Bedford community and surrounding areas since 2015. When quality service matters, you call the professionals at Dial Moore. Their number is 774-634-6200. That is 774-634-6200. All right. All right, coach. Let's get down to business. First of all, I'm proud of you. Very, very proud of you. Your resume speaks for itself. Um, and uh, But I, I really, really want to commend you on your teaching job and the teaching that you have um, done over the years at New Bedford Volk. And, um, you know, I was, I was very happy that I knew that my daughter was going to a quality teacher in, in you and that I, I didn't have to worry about nothing. I know she's going to have to deal with you. And, uh, well, the old days I would, I would allowed you to give her a spanking, man. (laughs) So, 
But um, so I'm excited about your new gig, and I hope you are because um, they need you. They need you. And that's no disrespect to the other coaches that were there. You know, I'm just saying that I know what you bring to the table, and uh, I can't wait to see it in action. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I'm excited to um, start this new journey. Um, when I uh, semi-retired a couple of years ago from Bristol basketball, I, I didn't expect to get back into the game so soon. Um, but it was just one of those scenarios where it was just the opportunity was there. And I, you know, and although I'm really busy with stuff I do at Bristol and also um, with school, I just you know that I love being part of the community, giving back to the community. And, and it just was an opportunity that I just had to uh, go for. And I'm fortunate um, to be chosen as the next head coach there. Um, I don't know if there was, um, there's have been a, a lineage of various coaches that I've known that have been there. Um, not many coaches of color. Um, so it's good to kind of be a coach of color who's, who's in this position as well. Um, and really kind of giving back to the community. And, you know, I, I hopefully, um, we will, um, really start developing a culture of, of winning and, and, and an attitude that we, we belong and, you know, and, uh, in 96, we hung the only banner in, in Vogue history, um, the team that I had and, um, I think an underrated team that you don't hear much about the only time that's ever happened in folk history. And I like to, you know, contribute and now do it as a player and then maybe bring one as a coach as well. Awesome. That's great news. Great, great. Um, it, I mean, I, I just, I just like when, um, you know, I went to New Bedford high school for a year and a half. So that's the school I graduated from. Um, I tried to go to Volk at an early age. Um, you know, when I came back, but um, it was it was something I couldn't do. I, I couldn't go into the school as a junior, you know, just there's too much work to be done from freshman to senior year. There's no way I would have been allowed to uh, transfer into Volk. So um, I was coming from out of state. So the um, but I, I'm 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 always rooting for uh, for Volk. And when I grew up, you know, and my mom was going to the older Volk. And so it's always been in my family. And um, so I'm always rooting for you guys to do the right thing. And um, hiring you is the right thing. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, um, you know, I, I've been getting invites, you know, people saying, get Rob on it, get Rob on it. It was before your job, you know, and I was, yeah. like, I was like, yeah, I got to get him on it. I got to get him on it. You know, and uh, I thought I had your number in my phone. I'm looking for it. Can't find it. I said, well, I always got, I always got, yeah, number one fans number in my phone. I said, I'll just call her, you know, and 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 then she'll get in touch with you. So, yes, absolutely. But uh, Stevie Lopes did the wonders, and um, I'm proud of, proud of another childhood friend of mine. I'm I'm glad he's he's doing his thing at Volk also. So, you know, hopefully, um, he can help you out, volunteer, and help you out because that is another basketball mind, and uh, you know, give him a. Giving them, go ahead, coach. Yeah, I love the giving back, and I think that's extremely important, right? So it's building a community of, of individuals we want to give back and, and really influence their um, our surrounding area and really be part of of building something and, and really having a lineage where you know our kids are proud. Um, we bring back that school pride. We bring that that pride of New Bedford. Obviously, we also um, 
you know, New Bedford is a regional school, so New um, Dartmouth and Fairhaven as well. Um, but really kind of really bringing that that family attitude back. I think sometimes our, our world is just so busy now that we forget about that. You look, you go to the high school games, uh, you know, whether New Bedford or Boke or any of the high school games. When I was coaching at Bristol, just going into high school as a, as a, as a coach for recruiting, the games just weren't the same, weren't packed. It wasn't, you know, and I want to bring that attitude and that pride back and fill the gyms and, and have people really be excited about our teams and, and really build community. So hopefully we can get there and individuals like Steve and others that are in the community, I welcome anyone to reach out to me if they want to give back. Let's figure out ways that we all can contribute and, and, and make that happen. Yes, good, good. Um, you know, you played, when you were coaching at BCC, um, you were using the Bishop Conley High School Gymnasium. I coached there two years and um, that's a great shooting gym, you know. I'm uh Pretty sure you guys had uh, um, good games there. I went to a couple of them, but I, I'm, there's one thing about Bishop Conley. I like that gym. It's a little small, but it's still a good shooting gym. The problem with a shooting gym is that everybody's – the other team <laughs> could shoot well on the gym too. So <laughs> we had some nights where other teams couldn't miss. Um, you know, luckily uh, at Bristol we were fortunate to have some pretty good teams. You know what I mean? So – um, just, you know, we were able to get through and, and build a program that went to national prominence. And we were, up, you know, my last year, we were number three in the country. And um, so that was exciting. And a lot of our guys were all Americans and stuff. So we got through it. But yeah, when other teams came in, they were pretty, uh, they, when they were on, they were on because it is a shooter's gym. So. Yeah. The, uh, so 2015 and 2018, you were coach of the year. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's um that's an accomplishment in itself, you know, when you start thinking about the, you know, the lower division of, you know, college basketball coaches out there and um it's quite a bit. It's, the numbers are huge. And for you to get nominated, that's a, a hats off to you. And yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things I don't I don't do it for my own personal accolades, but to receive that um, it's voted by other coaches, um, so you get the respect by the other coaches of seeing how well our program has done, and then um, then you get to a point where you're you know where you're winning and they don't give it to you because your team is it's consistently there, and that's that's even a greater feat, and you like that. Usually, sometimes like the first one we got was because we kind of changed the narrative, and we were mm-hmm. then after that you don't get them as often because you're you know you're expected to be on top, so. So it's great for that to happen, and it's you know, and it's an honor um, to to be nominated by your by your peers. That's good. Um, Damon, the man that says so proud of this gentleman, and congratulations on your new position. Rob is a shining example of what hard work and dedication can lead to. Salute, brother. It's so yes. true. I gotta agree. Damon, um, brothers, right there. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's uh good supporter of the really Charlie podcast. And um, I'm, I'm always glad to see his comments on the side over here. The, um, so what's the first step, you know, uh, for the first, um, well, it's obvious tryouts, you know, you start tryouts um, after the football season. Um, but as far as your staff, where you got to, you have to stick with the same staff that's at the, at the school already. Um, how's that? Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of different steps. One is really understanding the schedule. Um, one thing I would like to do is establish 
Um, Volk has traditionally played a lot of the similar, similar schools over the years. Um, I'm looking to kind of maybe change that a little bit. Obviously, we have to play our conference games, looking to develop some other, you know, games that we can do to really excite the kids to play. Maybe some some schools outside the area, maybe some Division One schools. Um, teams that are going to be a little bit tougher for us to uh, to go against, which is which is fine for me. But I think um, it builds character, builds toughness. It, um, we want competition. Um, no matter what gym we step into, we expect to win. Like we want to, you know, we don't want to win. We expect to win. And um, I think by putting ourselves in those type of scenarios, it's going to help. Um, on top of on top of that right now is really establishing um, a culture, getting to know the, the student athletes before tryouts. Um, so uh, beginning in September, going to have a conversation with all students who are interested in playing, um, let them know about who I am. Um, I'm going to be very transparent with the students and with the parents. Um, sometimes I think there is that, you know, a lot of times parents don't really understand the process. So I want to make sure that everyone is clear. Um, I'm very clear about, you know, what academics mean. I'm very clear about what it means to play um, in, in establishing a culture. Um, you know, we want to, you know, again, I myself and I expect that my staff and people who will be coming in and out of that gym. Um, have had college experience, great high school players. I have a lot of friends that just was over uh, Marcus Houtman's house for his birthday just to say hello and their family and their basketball family and individuals like that will always be around. Plus um, players who played for me, players who I played with at the collegiate level um, and then former players at Vogue as well. I want to see them back in the gym and coming around and coming to games or dropping by a practice and, and stuff. So really want to kind of get that energy and that excitement there. Um, the other piece that we will, you know, that I'm going to do in establishing that is really start that conversation with a lot of student athletes, but really have them, on, you know, again, like I said, talking to the parents and having them have some transparency on what to expect. And I think that's um, huge um, when it when it comes to it sometimes. So that way there's no confusion. They understand that if their son um, is working hard, um, that they'll be part of the team, but it doesn't guarantee um, you're supposed to work hard. And that's what you're supposed to do. It doesn't guarantee minutes. Minutes is, uh, you know, it, 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 there's a lit, there's a, a litany of, of uh, you know, things that can kind of kind of play into it. Um, but being part of the program, establishing that, I think also freshmen, I'm going to really focus on our freshman team and JV teams to really, so that way I'm not leaving them alone, that they have an understanding. So there'll be some practices where um, I'm speaking to them and also helping coach and, and seeing what they are so that way they understand and what to expect so we're building a program from the ground up and they're they're getting um they they have the my attention as well they won't i won't ignore them um as far as my staff is concerned uh right now we we do have i do have um one spot available that i will be posting um and you know so looking for an individual uh, for the jv level and so we'll i'll get that out hopefully within um within due time and stuff. So we still got to kind of write up the job description, see what, meet with the um, athletic director and kind of go from there. Good, good. Well, there's no doubt you're going to pick the right person and yeah. uh, and someone to ask the job with you and the kids, you know? Absolutely. Just can't put someone in there, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's got to be, got to be that gel, you know, it's real, real important, you know? We have to have a good relationship and somebody that I can trust that if I'm, you know, doing something that I can leave the team to that individual to focus on something. If I'm, you know, scouting, you know, if we're, you know, if we're doing something like that, someone that I can trust to give me the right information. 
um, knowing when to, you know, again, I think that you have to have that great balance of understanding, you know, being an assistant is tough. Um, I don't want someone that's just, I don't want a, you know, someone who's just quiet, you know, want somebody that's going to be able to speak up when need to, but understanding that, you know, that it's, you know, that it's, you know, it's a team effort that they can't over, over, you know, drown the, uh, the coach's voice, you know I mean? Yeah. Making sure that, making sure that we all have a voice, but knowing when to, knowing when to hold them, when to fold them, you know, kind of right. mindset, you know? Um, so I'm expecting and, you know, it's a good applicant pool. There's a lot of individuals who've already reached out and, you know, I'm really excited about that. Um, it helps us build, um, it helps us build the team and, and build the program. And um, this person will be vital to, to that. Good. I'll, I'll definitely be there for game one. And many games after that for you, you know, just to support the, the school in itself and you. Um, so I'll definitely be there. And uh, it's one thing uh, I got a basketball family, so we like watching a game, no matter what what level it is. We're gonna watch it, and um, that's gonna it's gonna be nice to see uh, see your team develop. To uh, yeah, so the. Um, You've been kind of busy, you know. People have been reaching out to you, trying to get different interviews. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you'll you'll be on uh, one of my other favorite podcasts tomorrow, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll view it again. Um, uh, just just because it, the podcast thing is something that I I've, I latched onto during the pandemic, and um, it's something that I always wanted to do through, uh, you know, possibly even go to new Bedford guide and i did a couple of shows there and um but the podcast thing is something that's um real nice and um i want to also give you the opportunity anytime you're doing some kind of you know event uh fundraising for the basketball team please let me know and uh we can kind of introduce it to the community um and i mean my numbers ain't up there as, as i want them but they are a good good uh following here um, especially in the local area. So it would be nice to have um, local people like you on here and trying to help out the kids with their fundraising and, and try to make the program much better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the things that we're doing, um, so we, you know, I'm trying to look at revamping um, our basketball camps and coaches clinics. Um, one idea is to really have the camps going, not to compete with the other camps, um, with New Bedford High and, and Brian's um, Lick Camp and, those are great camps, and so we're not there to compete. We just will be in addition to those things that are happening for the area, um, looking to develop scholarships for, for you know kids that can't afford um, to go to camp, and something that we're looking to do. Also, looking to um, raise money for you know our program as well to kind of really you know maybe be able to do some things with our student athletes um, that maybe we have not been able to do in the past. Um, looking to do some coaching clinics that I'm developing. I have some clinics that are pretty um, cool that are for our youth coaches to help teach our uh, younger generation of student athletes and how they can become coaches. Cause a lot of coaches are volunteers. Um, mm -hmm. They watch the game, they love the game, but they just never been a coach before. And, yeah. it's just, and it's hard for them to process. They might be a parent who's just filling in. I know one time, you know, I had, you know, I know football, but then when you had the coach football, it's a different thing. And my son's team didn't have a coach. And next thing you know, I'm the head coach of a football <laughs> team. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know how to be a leader, but I don't yeah. have some of the nuances, right? So 
Um, and so just having that feeling, like I don't want others to have that. So I want to develop um, some things to really help out our local area and really like kind of build that community where individuals can kind of reach out and, and, and say, hey, you know, what do I do here in this scenario? Not just about the X's and O's, but also about how to relate to our students, how to um, understand how to be a leader and, and, and the difference, the nuances in, in doing that is, is, is pretty intricate at times that sometimes you don't even realize it as, as a, you know, as a coach, you know, you love a sport and you go start teaching it and then you realize like, what is all this happening right now? Mm -hmm. I, I got this attitude or I got this person not working hard. I got this, you know, this parent interfering, or I got all these different things happening. How do I, how do I model all this up and, and create um, a better atmosphere for our student, you know, or our athlete, or, you know, if they're in, if they're in little league or whatever. So hopefully we're able to build some of that continuity and put that out there. And um, so I'm excited about doing that as well. Um, I also do a lot of um, my, my role at Bristol Community College. I'm director of multicultural affairs. So I do a lot of community work within the, um, the social justice, diversity, inclusion, and equity work. Um, so I have a lot of those, you know, programs and things that we do for the community as well. And I think this is a good way to kind of really intermit, you know, kind of mix the two, right? Whereas yeah. I'm doing a lot of this community work anyway. Um, and I think, you know, sports is another way to kind of really uh, bring people together and build community and, and develop some of those things. So um, I'm going to see a lot of different intersections that we can kind of really build on and, and hopefully go from there. So. Um, I'm excited about it, and you know, I want the New Bedford area to really um, to embrace it, and 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 you know, really like kind of see it for what it is, and and really give back, truly give back to the to the to our kids, you know. Awesome, yeah, and it's, I mean, that's that's definitely a lot, a lot on the agenda, and I know you're going to accomplish it, um, and only because you've been doing it, uh, and and to go back a little bit on the camps. You know, more camps the merrier. That means that young kids are out there doing something constructive. You know, and whether it's it's at uh, this camp this week, and then then New Bedford Boat Camp next the following week. That's good. You know, that's two weeks that they're doing something constructive, and it's also helping them with what a lot of things. You know, their game, uh, building friendships um, in different areas of the city, and um, so I uh, I'm all for that. Yeah. And that's why I like to try to support everybody that's doing something. Absolutely. Yeah. We shouldn't be in competition uh, looking at us to, to really rise up. And if we're going to rise up as a community, we all have to be, we all have to really understand that this is not a competition against one another. We're all in this together um, and how we can help these young, you know, um, these young children that are in our area that are, our next generation is really for us to unify and lead the way. Um, and, um, you know, so I'm excited about that. And like I said, it's, you know, I'll promote everything that's going on. I'm not going to detract from it, you know? Mm -hmm. So true. So true. The, uh, all right. Um, let's see. Um, I, I know that, um, you know, coaching and sometimes I can't say thankless, but sometimes the, the, Praises don't come, and and you're not the type of guy that's going to look for it. You know, main thing is you want your your student athlete to be there, uh, uh, not be there, but you want that student athlete to have a mentor in place, and that comes with you. And so when 
And that's what I looked at as a coach. You know, I, I definitely wanted to make sure that that kid, how that, that student athlete had someone to go to. And, um, and I also try to pay attention just as, as I would with what any of my kids are try to pay attention with a student athlete as part of my family. Um, and, um, because there's so many kids out there that, that you should, I mean, I'm pretty used you see it, but I see it on social media. There's all they have so much conversations, and the only thing they only outlet they have is social media. And every now and then, it's nice that if they can kind of sit in the bleachers and talk with the coach for a few, and say, "Hey, coach, this is what's going on with me," and um, you know, and uh, and it might lead to another time that they can sit down on the bleachers and say, "Coach, can I talk to you one more time?" You know, it'll keep you busy, kind of make you late for dinner, but hey, you know, got to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I've been many of times that happened. I mean, coaching at Bristol, it's not the it wasn't the easiest, right? Because we had to share a gym, um, and so you know, it might, our practice might be over at or a game might be over at ten or eleven o'clock at night, and I've had conversation with with student athletes and way beyond that at, right after because they had something on their mind, and that's that's the one thing about coaching that I think you know people don't see is, is that piece, is that mentoring piece, and if you know, giving back and having that conversation, that side conversation is so vital and important to the success of your program um, and being willing to do that. Um, it's, you know, it's being open and having that relationship. Um, I'm proud of all of the, my former players that, um, and, and their accomplishments, but what's so unique is so many of them still to this day. And, you know, I've coached, you know, you know hundreds of kids and mentored, you know, many more and we still, we still communicate regularly. Like I just, you know, it might not be every day, but it'll just be a checking in. Hey, love you, coach. Hey, have a exactly. true. you know, these type of things are just great. And like that stuff makes me feel good. And just, and it's every day, someone new. So it's like a, so one day I'm talking to one student athlete from my team in 2008. And next day I'm talking to someone from the team in 2017 to, you know, it's just like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? And, and you don't realize like the impact, um, Sometimes, you know, because, again, it's like you said, sometimes you think it's thankless. But when they come to you and they have that, um, you know, they, they tell you that thanks or they just check in on you, you know that the love is there. Sometimes you don't have to blatantly say it and, and, and be out there. But for them to just check in, um, is it, it means a lot. And it's, you know, and it's reciprocal. Like I, I reach out to my guys all the time, see how they're doing, um, just say hello. You know, um, social media has allowed us to kind of keep connection to because some of them, you know, again, um, sometimes you see things that they're doing and you chime in. And um, so it just, again, that's what it is. Building family, building love, building connection. Um, the one the reason why I got into coaching is that, you know, it's, that's the, that's that, that's that thing. I didn't have, you know, that relationship with, with coaches that I, you know, played with to kind of like call and reach out and say, Hey, like, how you doing? You know I mean? It's just, I felt like it was just all about the X's and O's and the wins and losses. It wasn't really about the, the, the real connection. And some of them tried, and but, you know, maybe I think just from us having different lenses and being from different eras or different areas, um, it didn't vibe well. And I, and then, and kind of was one of those things like what got me motivated to start coaching is I wanted to start developing and be an outlet for, uh, you know, um, student athletes like myself who needed somebody to, to be there for them. Um, while they're going through that journey. Awesome. Um, you know, I hope, uh, 
I know you're a good family man. You're doing a lot of good things. Um, um, and I, I want to say that the one thing I like about you is that, believe it or not, you would make a good police officer. <laughs> you would have made a great police officer. You know, crossed my mind once. <laughs> <laughs> you would have, you know, you definitely would have. Yeah. And uh, so, and that's what it is. Sometimes coaching, you got to police some things, you know. And um, uh, do you? Uh, let me ask you one last question. Um, um, you know, every every school and every administration has rules and regulations about social media. And this particular student athlete, that's all they have, you know. And uh, so when it comes to being um, a coach, teacher, slash, you know, um, you got to draw the line on how you communicate with people, you know, student athletes. Um, and I find that, you know, with some stories throughout the country, there's some people kind of cross the line. And I, I, I know you're aware of it. You're going to be on top of it. That training needs to, when you talked about, you know, coaching seminars and coaching network uh, um, classrooms and stuff like that, you know, that's one of the key things that um, I'd like to have people stress, you know, as far as those things, because it's very, very important. Um, because if one coach gets in trouble, one teacher gets in trouble, you all get in trouble because mm -hmm. you know, it's a reflection on the, on the school, on the institution. So, um, you know, uh, I, I just, that's one thing that's real important that I, I always try to stress it, you know, and, and, and kind of draw the line, you know? Yeah. I so, think it's when, yeah, I think once you, you look at it, you know, sometimes people look at, you know, right now the way social media is designed is to, there's a lot of, there's a lot of the algorithms they use is to kind of really keep people in pockets. So I could see a student or a you know, student or non-student look at something, sees a story or whatever, and it leads you to this story, which leads you to this and leads you to that. And then now all of a sudden you're in, in the middle of some type of controversy or conversation that it's either passionate, you're passionate about or not passionate, you know, whatever the case may be, you might think of it differently. You might be on the right side, left side. Um, and you've seen that happen, right? So, you know, teachers get fired because of, how they responded to a protest or how they responded to um, specific things. And then you see other people get in trouble because of, um, you know, maybe, you know, things they're watching are inappropriate or they utilize the um, Twitter or, or um, Instagram or Snapchat in a, in a negative way towards, you know, another student or something. So it's something that absolutely will make sure that we follow. I think it's important that we, you know, that we have a policy and that our students follow it and stay within within the guidelines. Because again, you know, you know, kids will be kids, but now you're reporting the things, and now people can, you know, screenshot what you're doing, and and then it becomes an issue, right? So hopefully, um, we don't have to deal with anything like that, and our student athletes are, um, you know, open enough to realize that oh, this is probably don't do this, don't record this. You know, you've even seen it where. Um, students get into an argument or and or a fight or and people recording things and now it's on your phone like so you know hopefully our students will make sure that they are um, they are positive that they are not getting themselves into something that they shouldn't be um, it'll be something that we will express and, and make sure that our student athletes know um, 
you know, my policies will be strict. If they do break them, then they don't play um, or they or they could be removed from the team. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen. And it's yeah. not those type of learning lessons. I'd rather, you know, not deal with that. But again, sometimes, you know, you have to do what you have to do as, as a coach. But, you know, but I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll set the bar and the tone early so they know um, what, you know, again, that transparency of what is the, what is acceptable and what's not um, at this level. True. Well, coach, I got a little over 30 minutes and um, I know your time is valuable, but I also want to invite you to the Really Charlie podcast at any point, any time whatsoever. It doesn't matter if it's last second, last, you know, just call me, message me, whatever, and uh, we'll do something real quick. Um, even if you're uh, one of your students, uh, student athletes are kind of doing something good in the neighborhood and the community, I'd like to put, you know, give them some flowers, you know, I definitely do that for you and, and the school in general. So, uh, but who would you? like to see on a really Charlie podcast? Oh, man, who would I like to see? There's, there's a ton of individuals who've done really well um, from, you know, there's a lot of different coaches. So like from my former roommate and good friend, like Dwayne Pina. I don't know if you had Dwayne before, and I think he's doing some great. Oh, yes. I'm very uh, proud of him. I'm proud of him. So, yeah. so proud of him. He's doing extremely well. Um, some of our some of our former, former uh um, athletes in the area who've done some great things and moved on to do some good things might be um, another, you know, way of going. There's also stories that are pretty positive um, that I think are great for our youth um, as well. And, and again, I've, I've worked with, you know, at, at Bristol, I've worked with a lot of New Bedford um, students. And there are some students that, that didn't play for me that I still work with that are extremely successful um, and, and doing well, and they've gotten through. So that some of them that I can forge your way as well. I won't throw their names out there now because I'm right. comfortable with it. But you know, there's some that there were some some stories. You're like, wow, like, like, you know, they weren't really in the mix of saying you know school wasn't for them, but now where they are is just unbelievable. Um, Bobby Bailey is another person who's not from the Bedford area, but he's from the Fall River area. But he's an individual who's doing um, great work with diversity in that area. Um, so those are a lot of individuals to kind of like, you know, bring to the podcast and really talk about um, sure. diversity and equity and, and inclusion work. So that's pretty um, powerful to see um, some brothers like him doing so well. So there's there's a lot I could think of a whole bunch of different type of people and topics. Um, but, you know, so I'll definitely send some people your way. Please, please do. Yeah. Um, I'm going to kind of um, this podcast will be the last one for about two weeks and then I'll pick it up again in September. Um, only uh, just by personal choice and I'm gonna pick up again where I have two or three a week. So, um, but uh, please, any name, anything, just throw me a name, number, whatever, I'll reach out to them and yeah. find out how their schedule is. Um, most of my podcast during the week is set up at this time, 7 p.m. Um, only because when I get out of work, I gotta, run around for a few for an hour or so and then uh come back home so you know 7 7 p.m or later is great for me and then all day during the weekend is good too yeah and there's some great people that i work with at bristol community college um that do a lot of community work um with the trio programs the dean of new bedford um shanna howell is, is a is a powerful um she's a, a doctor um and you know uh, great great yeah so we got some 
great people that we can bring into the area and really talk about education um, and how it can benefit our, our students and, you know, in our local area. So um, I have a lot of networks and connections there too. So I will right. definitely get in touch with them. Please, please do. And then I'll, uh, like I said, September 1st, I'll be writing up another schedule for the month of September and October. And um, I gladly like to get those people involved in the Really Charlie podcast because it's about community first and, uh, and and giving flowers to the people while they're standing, you know, and um, that's what I try to do. Um, but I want to say good luck. I'm always in your corner no matter what. I'm a friend to the end, and um, you need me, you give me a holler. No, I appreciate you, and thank you for what you're doing. And, like, this is really important for our community, and keep doing it. Um, it's needed, and I think the more positive that we are and the more that we support one of, we support one another, the better that we can make the Bedford area and, and the region around it. So please, you know, um, always utilize me, and thank you for everything. And You've helped me out when I was a kid, you know, younger as well. So, you know, I, I never forget those things. So if you need anything, just reach out. Same here. Same here. I'll see you uh, whenever, you know, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep following whatever you're doing. And uh, and uh, you'll see me popping in from time to time. Um, and I'll be quiet in the bleachers. All right, coach. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take care. All right. Have a good one. You too. Have a good night. All right, Coach Rob Delalu, one of the diamonds in the area. Very, very proud of that young man. Um, and he's a man. He's a grown man doing his thing, and I'm very proud of him. I'm glad he came on the podcast. And, uh, you know, support, support the Greater New Bedford uh, Regional Vocational High School. And um, they're definitely doing some great things there. New administration, new head coach, some new teachers and the faculty and the staff, rather. So they're doing some great things. And as always, they have great students there. And um, so I can't wait to uh, can't wait to see what he does. You know, he's definitely a leader. He's a leader. And I hope that men, women, students, everybody follows his lead because he's doing good. He's going to continue to do well. All right. I'm going to conclude with an ava. Let's see here. With some advertisement. Um, and let's see here. As always, I try to support our local people, you know, professionals. I try to support them as much as I can which leads to a young a man that's doing well in the real estate business. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, let's get this going here. Baldea Korea is doing well in real estate. And um, so if you're looking to buy or sell your home, I'm gonna look this guy up. If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, 
please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508-441-1628. Buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. All right. All right. Everyone, thank you. Thank you for uh, sharing your comments. I really, really appreciate all the different comments here. Constant supporters in the comment section. I'm glad. Glad to see you. And as always, God bless Stay blessed and be well. If you need me, you know where I'm at. Take care, everyone. I'll see you in a couple of weeks on the Really Charlie podcast. Brought to you through StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Please subscribe to the Really Charlie YouTube channel so you can get notified of the future um, guests that are coming on. But that's Really Charlie on YouTube. Take care, everyone. Have a great night. Well, y'all, this is the end of another podcast. Really, Charlie, play my song. I hope you enjoyed the playlist. I hope you enjoyed the guest along with myself. As we went back and forth and, you know, just talking about music. Please continue to listen to the Really Charlie Play My Song. And if you have any requests, you know, just send a message here on Anchor. Um, and I'll, I'll definitely listen to it and I'll play it on the next podcast. So thank you for tuning in. And you can also tune into the Really Charlie podcast on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and StreamYard when you ever have a chance. But uh, if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, you know, we could talk some music. Just let me know. All right. I'm very transparent. I'm on uh, Facebook, Charlie Perry. On, I'm on the Instagram, really Charlie Instagram page, you know, so, and I got a group on Facebook, so, if you want to reach out to me, you have many, many venues to go to, and I'll, we'll get you on the podcast, take care, be blessed, God bless, and be well.